Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Any long-running franchise is bound to have some defining and constant features throughout all its installments. That's partly what makes it a franchise to begin with. But when it comes to video games, you can often find that once a company finds a gimmick that they can easily rely on, they're unlikely to give anything else a go. The following gimmicks are just lazy at this point. I'm Ewan, this is What Culture Gaming, and here are 8 video game franchises that do the same thing every time. Number 8. It can always get crazier. Saints Row. The Saints Row series actually started out pretty tame, not too dissimilar from its competitor Grand Theft Auto. With the sequel, the developers decided to up the ante a little bit. They introduced more wacky elements such as a zombie horde mode and fan-favorite minigames such as the Underground Fight Club. Saints Row the Third then took a real leap, however, and took the game into whole new territory, and it paid off. Introducing even crazier minigames, characters such as Killbane and the late Burt Reynolds, and even providing players with superpowers in a DLC, the game threw all the rules out the window. Saints Row 4 decided to take things even further, making the player the president and then having Earth literally being blown up by an invading alien race. The rest of the game took place in a virtual reality, like the Matrix. You know, standard stuff for your everyday, ordinary, action, open-world crime game. Yeah. The craziness continued as a standalone expansion released called Gat Out of Hell, which saw the players literally travelling to hell to save one of their fallen allies. It got a bit too ridiculous for some fans, and with Agents of Mayhem releasing to negative reviews, it seems as though everyone is generally just a little bit bored by the whole thing. Number 7. Heavily relying on nostalgia, Call of Duty. Despite always selling pretty well and having consistent annual releases, there was a time where the Call of Duty franchise was starting to look like it was reaching its end, with entries such as Call of Duty Ghosts and Black Ops 3 failing to innovate while also losing the interest of hardcore fans. Activision decided the best way to combat this was to use nostalgia as a tool. Call of Duty World War II was a clear attempt to try and evoke nostalgia for the older entries in the franchise whilst competing with Battlefield 1, but it didn't quite work as they had hoped. So they started to use the golden age of Call of Duty to bring fans back instead. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare was remastered and released as a feature of the special edition of Infinite Warfare, and while it was heavily criticized, it did also work, so Activision naturally continued. In 2019, Call of Duty Modern Warfare was released, a reboot of the 2007 game. 
The title uses characters like Captain Price and Gaz, as well as remastering old favorite maps to entice older fans back. And Call of Duty Cold War did the exact same thing with fan favorite characters and easter eggs to the games we already played a decade ago. While yes it is another entry in the Black Ops series, the heavy marketing on characters like Woods and Mason make Activision's tactics very clear. It's like the MCU, but for COD, and as a gimmick, it isn't particularly charming. Number 6. It's just Tetris with a different skin. Countless puzzle games. Tetris, and oh by the way I hear if you say that word three times in a row, Rich Hudson will appear in your bathroom mirror, just a warning, is probably one of the most famous and recognizable video games of all time, which is quite impressive considering it doesn't have any recognizable icons to attach to the game. Instead, its rhythmic theme tune and addictive puzzling gameplay have managed to keep the game in the minds of the masses across the globe. Well, that or the fact that Tetris is probably one of the most ripped off puzzle formulas out there. It's easy for developers to take the Tetris format and give it a reskin, and maybe a new feature or two, but at its core, it's always the same game. Dr. Mario, Wario's Woods, Drop Mania, Alien Hive, the list just goes on and on. The falling puzzle pieces subgenre never seems to be out of fashion. While it is true that the gimmick is mostly contained to mobile games these days, it doesn't make it any less weird. Number 5. Relying heavily on outdated comedy, Borderlands. When Borderlands made its debut in 2009, it was a major breath of fresh air in the FPS genre, not only being a sci-fi title with absolutely ridiculous weapons, but the story, characters, and comedy were all just as absurd. The second game in the series expanded on this and took the humor in a more internet-y, meme-y, culture-y direction, which worked great at the time. But like everything we did on the internet in 2012, it should be packaged into a tiny missile and blasted into the sun. And the pre-sequel and Borderlands 3 haven't really done too much to hit the series somewhere new, other than amping things up. That cringy 2012 humor is still there. Like, each joke is suffixed with a rufflecopter lol and it's so random XD face and it's just really cringy. Number 4. The totally not political but actually it is setting. Tom Clancy and Ubisoft. Look, right, politics are everywhere. Don't try and argue that gaming is apolitical or whatever because that's just wrong. Politics have always been in media and to try and argue otherwise would be to put on a big dunce cap and stamp around angrily in the corner, you bunch of big babies. But that hasn't stopped people from doing just that, and big backlashes to quote-unquote political elements in video games has now made certain studios terrified of incurring the wrath of the hashtag gamers. We're now in a situation where studios try to have their cake and eat it by including political elements in their titles, only to state that their game is somehow devoid of any and all politics. Gah, yeah right. Take Ubisoft, for instance. They have done this so much over the last decade, whether it was with The Division 2, where the creative director came out and said the game wasn't making any political commentary, despite the fact the game was set in a near-future America, where the United States was on the brink of a civil war, or even Far Cry 5, which used the backdrop of modern-day militias and radicalization, but skirted around any meaningful commentary in the game itself. It's just kind of cowardly. Ubisoft don't want to annoy anyone, yet they're all too happy to cash in on the inevitable controversy that comes from their titles. Number 3. The Big Controversial Mission, Call of Duty 
Ever since No Russian in Modern Warfare 2, it seemed that every Call of Duty mission has to have a level that rocks the boat and causes waves upon waves of controversy around the game, inevitably promoting the game even further than the original marketing could ever have dreamed of. Assassinating a fake Castro in Black Ops, a biochemical weapon going off in London in Modern Warfare 3, and in the most recent Modern Warfare game, interactive torture. No Russian was certainly a shock to the system and probably made to stir controversy in the first place, but it was also crucial to the story and set up the events of the entire game. It doesn't feel the same with these later missions in the other titles. These feel purely designed to stir up as much bad press as possible at worst, and are nothing but lazy writing choices to get the player fired up to shoot some people in the face at best. It's the same thing every time, and it's partially what's made playing Call of Duty campaigns so predictable and boring. They have a formula they gotta stick to, but there are only so many times you can keep reading from the same script. Number 2. We swear it's more realistic this year. Every sports game ever. Games such as FIFA and Madden are in quite an odd spot where they are insistent on releasing a new game every year, but with very little innovation accompanying each entry. That means instead each year we get the same recycled promises and quote-unquote new advancements. The graphics can only improve so much between the years, but the developers would have you think they've revolutionized the game. Adding more beads of sweat and some slightly more realistic animations really isn't worth all the fuss they make over it each and every year. It wouldn't be so bad if they didn't make such a big song and dance about it all the time. But nope, every single summer a ridiculous amount of time at game expos is dedicated to showing off the same sports games every year with the same recycled boasts, when really these titles amount to nothing more than glorified slot machines for children to get angry about online. FIFA in particular is literally just a license to print money, but everyone keeps getting it for squad updates and sadness. I'm gonna go with sadness. And number one, the enigmatic villain, Far Cry. Far Cry 3 ended up being an incredibly popular game, and because of that, just about everyone knows about Vass. The poster boy of the threequel, Vass stole the show with his insane actions and hypnotic ramblings about the meaning of insanity. He's a really memorable character, and one that serves the game really well, until he's killed off way too early, but I digress. But it seems that Ubisoft saw this and just thought that every game needed an over-the-top villain to carry it. In Far Cry 4, we got Pagan Min, another enigmatic villain who was happy to spout out a range of exposition as he taunts the player. Far Cry 5 gave us Joseph Seed, a cult leader maniac who believed the end of the world was nigh, and who loved to monologue just as much as the last couple of fellas also did. And now with Far Cry 6, we're getting Giancarlo Esposito as the villain. For a start, it would be nice to see Esposito play a role that wasn't just the cold and calculating villain. Furthermore, it seems that he'll serve a similar purpose to the other villains, spouting out long speeches and asking the player lots of hypothetical questions to question their morality. It's made all the more annoying by the fact that Ubisoft seemed to develop the entire marketing strategy around these villains. As Vars once said, Insanity is doing the exact same thing over and over and over again. It would be nice if Ubi heeded his message. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com style. 